welcome back to Sip Sessions. Well, we're just two friends sipping, chatting, and relaxing. My name is Erin. And I'm Jackie. And today, while we sip, we are going to talk about girl code. Um, but before we begin, we have a new icebreaker <laughs> for the third season. One of these days, we're going to keep it. But this one, we're going to call Salt or Sugar Your Rim. Salt or Sugar Your Rim. And what I'll do is give out unpopular Black opinions that I find on Twitter. And then we're going to either say that we're going to salt or sugar our rim. Do you like salt on your rim? No, I prefer sugar. Good, me either. So that's why we're going to, so if you agree with it, you can say you sugar your rim. If you don't, then we're going to salt that bitch. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> here's an unblack popular, uh, unpopular black opinion. Watermelon ain't got no taste. Salt or sugar your rim. I'm going to go with sugar on that one because I think watermelon what? has a really, it has a distinct oh, taste. Sugar is agreeing, right? Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, so then I up. disagree. Yes. Salt. Oh, so you're salting your rim? Oh, yeah. no. I don't think, watermelon has a very distinct taste, I think. Now, artificial watermelon flavor, I don't think is accurate. Wait. She I feel like I'm confusing myself. <laughs> You said if it's sugar, then you agree. And if you don't agree, then you salt that bitch. <laughs> I'm just using that the word. Back. <laughs> Wait, so you disagree? With that, yes. Oh, I disagree too. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. So I'm going to change my answer and say that I salt my rim. Y'all, sorry. I know it's the beginning. <laughs> Bear with us. <laughs> How's your week been so far? I know it just started, but since we're, you know. um, It's been interesting. It's been very interesting. I've had a couple of interesting calls. You know what? Let me tell you about work. Mm-mm. So, uh, for those that don't know, I do crisis intervention for the state of Georgia. I've been doing that for eight years now. So, about a month or so ago... I started applying to different jobs within the company. Like they'll send an internal note that says, hey, this position is opening up and it'll be open until the 23rd and then we'll open it to everybody. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I've been applying to different positions because while I love the company, I think I'm getting uh, burned out with crisis intervention. Or I shouldn't say crisis mm. because the whole company is crisis intervention. I'm getting burned out with mobile crisis. All right. So anyway, my regional supervisor got wind of this Mm. Uh, and (laughs) she emailed me. She emailed me and was like, hey, I noticed or I want to just talk to you about some career goals that you have and how we can help you reach those. And I was like, dang it. She learned that I didn't apply to some places. Anyway, so we talked and they're giving me like now different responsibilities. Because I mm. had um, I had applied for a supervisory position, I think, two years ago. And they said that I did good. I just wasn't familiar with the region that it was in. So I wasn't familiar with, like, the resources and stuff. So they went with somebody else. All right. So she's the one that helped with that interview. So anyway, she was like, I know that you were trying to get that supervisor position. And we're going to, you know, help build your leadership skills and all this stuff. Anyway, so all that's a long roundabout way to say that they put me in charge of helping with case reviews, which is just, of course, looking at a case, talking about it. Mm-hmm. They wanted us to partner with the call center. 
And so the call center supervisor sent out like two options for a list of dates that they wanted us to do the reviews. So I put on a list. I said the first list fit my schedule better. The call center supervisor that I'm supposed to be doing the reviews with, he said the second list fit the schedule better. And so the call center person was like, okay, well, we're, great. We're going to go with the second list. And, and I'm like, well, why did y'all ask me? Why did y'all ask me, number one? And nobody even asked, like, well, what is it that they didn't even go into why I wasn't available or why it wasn't good for me? Anyway, right. it was all fine or whatever. I was just like, I just have to tell them the days that I'm not available. But they just like, he in particular, which is the supervisor I'm supposed to be doing the case reviews with, has just been very, just he's just not impressive. He's just very like, like when I tried to work with him about how to go over like the cases that we wanted to do for the group or whatever, I was like, so when do you want to meet? Because if we try to meet during our shifts, it can go up and down. Like sometimes I'm available, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm not, as you know. He's like, well, I don't, um, I don't really support meeting outside of work hours, which I get. But then when we are working, you ain't never available. So, so what you want us to do? All right. Like, he's just been, he does not impress me very much at all. But anyway, but outside of that, I mean, everything is cool. They helped me. I did an interview with some potential new hires with my regional supervisor. I really liked that. Nice. I have some lower level licensed social workers that I'm helping to get their supervisory hours. So they can become fully licensed. So there's a lot of new stuff that I'm doing that I am enjoying. Doing some big teams. Yes, yes. That's exciting. How was your week? Um, my week has been pretty good. I'm just tired all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just been working. So what are you sipping on before we go ahead and jump into this topic real quick? They're going to think I'm really ghetto. Last time... <laughs> I had a straw burrito. Today, I just have a lime burrito. <laughs> Previously on Sip Sessions. <laughs> oh, but it's tasty. I'm having the same thing, too, except, well, the same brand. This is the um, Menage a Trois, but it's a sweet red blend. Mm. Oh, let me read you what it say, girl, to tell you how it be tasting, girl. It says, notes of blackberry, raspberry, and mm-hmm. vanilla. Okay. It's probably my new fave. Okay. So let's get into the topic of girl code or whatever. So what do you think girl code is? I wonder what Urban Dictionary says about girl code. Let's see. Girl code. Usually when I come across it, it has to do with relationships and very specifically dating someone else's ex. That's the only time I've ever talked about girl code with any girl. Um, and then of course <laughs> the show on MTV, but I don't ever remember anything that they was ever talking about. But I don't think I've ever watched that show either. But outside of that, it's really just dating people's ex-boyfriends. So Urban Dictionary says girl code is the code of guidelines that our girls most okay, somebody okay, they they can't write. Basically guidelines <laughs> that girls must obey not to get kicked out of the community. This How do you get kicked out of the community? 
And then they, I, they got the nerve to have 31 examples of the word used. <laughs> have they lost their minds? Okay. I mean, I mean, well, but that's that's how people take it. Like, you don't find, I mean, get kicked out of some kind of community, I guess. I Have you ever had, like, friends that kind of abide by that or had, mm-hmm. like, some type of past experience with it? Yes. But I have a friend, and it's not anything bad, but she's very, like, she doesn't necessarily say, okay, this is girl code. I'm not going to date your ex, and you're not going to date mine. But it's very, like, she'll make comments such as, yeah, I was talking to so-and-so, and I was like, Aaron would never date somebody that I've dated, and I wouldn't do that to her, or something like that. So I know, like, mm-hmm. that's a big thing for her. That's important to her, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's never been like a sit down where I talk about girl code with somebody. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had like a experience where it's something that you said, like you said, where it's like we're having a girls night and it's like, all right, y'all, we need to update our girl code and mm-hmm. and see what the rules of, of, of conduct are and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I think that it's always been something that has been like an unspoken thing, mm-hmm. like just not to date your friend's ex or somebody that your friend is um, talking to or mm-hmm. obviously not to date them while they're dating their, <laughs> the person. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's weird because it's like, it's not something that, you know, whenever you make long friends or close friends that you're like, all right, girl, so we even got to that point where we, we real tight. So <laughs> I need you to know that... <laughs> It's a new level in our relationship, and I think it's time that we go over our girl code. Right, right. <laughs> and I don't know where that comes from, but do you think that you subscribe to that? I don't know. I don't think I do. I, I'll say this. I don't require that other people do, um, but I don't think. Let me ask this. Are we talking about a full, like, I don't know what other girl codes there would be, but are we talking about all of the girl codes or just that specific one? I feel like only this one. Are there other ones? Update me, girl. I don't know. I'm not a girl code. I don't know. That's a, I think girl code is that one code. Like, I don't know if I've ever heard of there being other codes. I'm sure pro- people probably will come up some come up with some a lot of times when I hear girl code it is that golden rule of you know you don't date nobody's exes or your friend's exes because of course everybody is somebody's ex but not your friend's ex okay got you so I wouldn't say and this might sound really bad I wouldn't say that I necessarily subscribe to it um Mm -hmm. I think that well I don't feel like I require my girlfriends to subscribe to it either I just feel like Usually, me and my friends just have different tastes anyway. So it's not something that has ever come across like, oh my gosh, he is so fine. Like, oh my gosh, I really like him. Oh, but I can't do it because she dated him or that's her ex. Like, right. I've never encountered a situation where that was ever a temptation. Mm. So maybe, I don't know. Well, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if I do or not then because it's never come across. There's never been a temptation of mine. I don't think that is, I don't think I've ever had that issue with anybody either. Cause I feel like, I don't know, but it's just when some, when somebody, a friend of mine is dating somebody, like I'm, 
I'm be like, like when they first start talking and stuff, and she's like, oh, you know, I met this new guy. You want to see a picture? I'm like, oh, he's, you know, he looks good mm-hmm. or whatever. He's cute. But outside of that, like, I don't look at them like that because mm-hmm. that's my friend's boo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I just, I have that boundary. Just it's because... like an automatic boundary, I guess. Yes, an invisible one that just comes up whenever. Mm-hmm. Or a subconscious. That just because, like you said, like, you can't really go there mm-hmm. so don't you know I treat you like a brother or cousin or somebody else like mm-hmm. but um I think mm-hmm. I subscribe to girl code because I just feel like it would be weird mm-hmm. to come back if your friend dates somebody and then you come back and you end up dating them like let's say your friend is cool with it and you end up dating somebody else I would just feel weird talking to my friend about the way her ex-boyfriend is treating me. Like, oh, we went yeah. to the movies, girl. Like, oh, he digged me down the other day. Like, it's just yeah, Especially if he treated her like shit. Ooh, right? Yeah. It could be a whole different boyfriend, you know, mm-hmm. with one person and the other. I don't know. I would hope. Like, I that's how I treat my friends. But mm-hmm. I would hope that other girls would treat me the same. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, and then it also depends on the friend, too, because... You know, I don't know if you have this experience, but like, you know how you may have friends, which probably really shouldn't be your friend or associates. Let me say associates Mm -hmm. that you probably wouldn't trust to be around your man. Not because you don't trust your man, but because she just may be real flirtatious and extra and it may be innocent on her end. But I've never had that type of friend (laughs) thinking about actually one of your homegirls. Who tried? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why you like that? Who tried to inflict girl code? First of all, it was I'm so much drama it. in the span. I'm like, I don't even know. She just stepped foot in the house, and the whole house just like, what? Here's the thing. I'm like, though. see, this is why you don't mix friends because this girl crazy. I can't be bringing her around my real friend because you. Mm-mm. Anyway, go ahead, girl. It's just like. <laughs> She inflicted her girl, I guess, imposed her girl code onto me and my actual friends. So I think that might have been the first or second time I met her. We weren't friends. When we were in, no, we had been college. Uh, So we were college age, early 20s. And I had had like a little get together at my house for me, Jackie, one of Jackie's friends from school. And one of my friends from college. So we were doing whatever we were doing. My boyfriend at the time had come over. And my boyfriend and I had a lot of mutual friends. One of them including the girl who went to school with me. So we're all chilling in the living room or something. We're in one room. And my friend and my boyfriend are in another room. And they're talking. And it wasn't like a closed off room, number one. Number one, I trusted this friend, but also it wasn't a closed off room. The house wasn't huge. So it's not like it was a big old secret. Anyway. And I'm sorry. And they just talking like unless you're hearing them talk about something that's inappropriate Mm -hmm. and they're just having a conversation. Anyway, go ahead, girl. Yes. And they're just having a regular like the room. The house is small enough that we could hear their conversation like it wasn't no secret. Yeah. I think they were in that room um, at the front of the door that has that open. I think it was the office or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And they were in there talking. I think me, you, Justin, and the girl was in a different room. Yes. Okay. Like in the living room or something. So we all in the living room. And then 
Jackie's homegirl. I don't even remember what she said. I just know she was really perturbed at the fact yes. that my homegirl and my boyfriend was in the room having a conversation. And I'm like, you know, no, I don't. I mean, they just talking. You know, that's my friend. I trust her. And she's like, mm-mm. Like, she just had this big attitude. Yes. And I'm like, like, it was her nigga. <laughs> like, she was, she was getting stank attitude. Like, it was her man and they're talking to some other girl. And I was just... I didn't understand where all this passion came from because she had just met her two seconds ago before she stepped her ass in her house. So I'm trying to figure out why she has such an affection for her boyfriend and what he doing. Like, I just, I didn't, anyway. But Jackie, let me ask you this. I'm asked two questions. First of all, do you remember how you were feeling as this was going down? Because now that I think about it, that is just so hilarious like I was like, I was feeling I was like oh my god like I just don't want there to be any drama what is wrong with her like why does she care like this girl has never spazzed out like this so I'm like girl what is you talking about like she was like you don't see her I think I can't remember what she said but something to the effect of like you don't you okay with her being in there talking to him or something mm-hmm. like that and we like yeah girl <laughs> a free country like what's the problem it was just like weird like it was just a mess and I felt embarrassed like damn I wish I would have brought this girl up here cause now like, like, we don't want none of her friends <laughs> for the record the rest of Jackie's friends have been pretty cool she was just kind of strange yeah but so my question and that was a perfect like segue to one of my questions is does girl code exist between women who are strangers so in what as the british say scenario would you mean like strangers like oh i shouldn't say strangers if we are not friends or close friends does girl code still so give me more context of friends so like are we like we've hung out a couple times like or she like an associate or she so for instance me and this girl will call her Samantha. Me and Samantha has just met that day. That was either our first time or our second time, but we were not close at all. Right. So for us two meeting for the second time, would girl code still apply between us two? I think that would be dependent, I guess, on the person Mm -hmm. and how they move and their code of conduct. I don't know. That is weird. But I mean, if you don't necessarily move in the same circles, I don't think I would just because it would just depend on the situation. Okay. But I don't know if that loyalty would be that strong because, again, if you don't move in the same circles and you don't really know each other like that, but because that conflict of interest is a mutual friend, that would be a little weird. I feel you. I feel you. Have you ever had a friend that you felt broke your girl? Do you, well, I'm sorry, I know you said you don't. You said you don't expect girls to uphold that with you. Um, I shouldn't. I I should say I don't impose that belief system on them. Okay. So, for instance, for my homegirl, for her to be like, "Oh, well, Aaron wouldn't, you know, do this, and I wouldn't do that to her, or whatever." I don't go around being like, "Well, I wouldn't do this, and she better not do this," and you know what I'm saying? Right. So, have you ever had a time where you felt like someone broke your girl code? Or that made you feel away? <clears throat> made me feel away. Or has anybody ever dated your exes? Are we getting real here? 
<laughs> we gonna be real. Are you talking about me? Yes. Oh. But here's the thing. We have been broken up for, at that point, like two years maybe or more. Also, let's lay a little bit further context to that situation because that's not just an ordinary situation. That too. That too. It it was not like that at all. Um, So basically, we all hung out at church together. We went to church every weekend. We had like these activities, this group and stuff like that. And it was me, Aaron, her brother, Justin, that has been on the show, and this guy named Bernie. <laughs> and Bernie and his brother, whatever. And so we all, like, have hung out. We've been to each other's houses. Like, literally, we're all best friends. are all pretty close friends. Like, I think, honestly, the weekends, like, I generally, like, look forward to, like, mm-hmm. going to church and, like, doing stuff or whatever. Like, that was my... Like, I never really, like, we went to the movies and stuff like that, but we didn't really go out to party. We didn't do no stupid stuff except except for take trips to Quick Trip in the middle of the night to get sugar <laughs> for Kool-Aid and get pulled over by the police and told us to go home. <laughs> I thought about that the other day, and I was like, how fearless were we? Because why right. were we outside at nighttime, all minorities in the dark? Yes, yes. <sighs> Jesus Lord. protects the babies. Yes, because that could have went a lot worse. Thank God. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we had all kind of hung out and been together and stuff like that. Also, we should preface this with the fact that Bernie was a man hoe. Dates <laughs> dates around. Yes. He was a and <laughs> to the point where we all went to different schools, different counties. There was a girl at my school. <laughs> That had dated him. And I was like, how do you know him? I was like, he goes to my church. She's like, oh, I used to date him. I was like, what? <laughs> like, how do you get to a whole nother county? Especially when you ain't got no driver's license or nothing. Like, right. <laughs> Lit. But yeah, so we were all friends and stuff or whatever. And so, actually, I think I dated him. I can't remember who dated who first. But I know I dated him at one point for like two scraggly months. And then... And then I met my high school boyfriend and I we were dated at the same time for like two days and I wrote him I wrote Bernie a note to tell him that we that we couldn't be together and I gave it to him as I drove out from the parking lot with my dad. <laughs> hey, here's this note. <laughs> and hit the road and that was that. And then after that, I don't even remember the time span of this stuff, but then at some point, Aaron and Bernie got close or whatever. I think it was with the G. Was it G? Not what GIC. What was the thing? Oh, the uh, Oshkosh. Oshkosh Bagosh. They went on this camping trip or whatever, and then they fell in love. <laughs> and then they dated for a while. This is just a messy situation. It is, but it's so much tea. But they dated for how long did y'all date? Like a year and a half or something. That's it? Mm-hmm. Every time I think about it, I'm like, girl, that's like a whole three-year relationship. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you serious? It was not three Because wow. So how I got with him is I was being fast, and I wrote him a letter about uh, how horny I was feeling at the time. And, and we knew he was easy. <laughs> Sorry, Bernie. Sorry. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I wrote him the letter. Um, 
I think I was like 17 because when we went to Oshkosh, yeah, I was like 17. Okay, so that puts perspective because me and Bernie dated when I was about to be a sophomore. Okay. So that was like two years later. Yeah. A year or a year or two later. Um. So yeah, I was being fast and then, ooh, I'm about to tell a lot of my business. But you know what? We be real on him. Anyway, so I lost my virginity <laughs> at 18 and then I went to college that next summer so it really wasn't that long girl i feel like y'all done dated all through high school it feels like y'all had a whole i guess that's what you know what and when you think about like how kids be together for like two weeks and then break up and they be feeling like it's a long time (laughs) now i think about it i guess it is if a year and a half feels like four years right i guess that's crazy to me and um also Keep in mind, too, again, we're mentioning that we're teenagers. This happening from the age of 14, 15 to 17 to 18. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like a, a Adventist real world where everybody liked everybody at some point. Everybody then had some type of crush on somebody at uh-huh. some point. Um, and then you're a teenager, so you hot and cold, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But anyway, so they dated for a year and a half, which I'm still, I don't believe it. I feel like it was three years, but apparently only dated for a year and a half. Years moved on. Aaron had boyfriends. I had boyfriends. I don't remember how we reconnected again, but years later, I think this was early 20s, maybe, mm-hmm. probably when you were with the, the guy that we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. But somehow we connected and we connected in a physical way. <laughs> Why are you saying like that? <laughs> that sounds so like. Radio quiet storm, like <laughs> quiet storm. Okay, but um, yeah, and it was only that or whatever, and I don't remember how long that lasted in perspective, but that ended in it was just a mess of us going back and forth with this Bernie. <sighs> but. Like I said, I have never felt any way about it. Have you? You said you haven't felt any way about it. Um, I remember when you told me, you were like really nervous, and I laughed. <laughs> I didn't know how you were gonna take it, um, but I also like again, this would never be like uh, I don't know. I can't say their name, so I, this would never be like your last boyfriend or your college boyfriend mm-hmm. or. It would never, ever, ever be that. But mm-hmm. because we mutually we mutually knew each other and the scramblings of hormones and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. then, and then who knows what the heck was going on in the early 20s? Because as crazy as the teens was, the 20s was all just a mess either. Okay? You're just able to drive, drink, and smoke. Like, I don't know. So, because <laughs> um, I don't know how that situation even came about. But just bad decisions. But... <laughs> We have always like whenever one was dealing with it, like we were always still supportive. We were all we were always still like able to kind of spill tea or whatever. Like it never was a weird thing for Which, us. At least like, I can say on my end. No, it was. You're right. But that just now I have another question or maybe a, a epiphany or whatever. But is girl code dependent on the relationship or the two girls that are in it? Like, does it change depending on the relationship of the two women? Um, because, for instance, if you were 
me and Jackie are very, very close, right? And I'm sure she has other very, very close friends. Do you feel like the situation would have been the same with another close friend? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think it's different. I feel like me and you are pretty much like family. Like, we done seen everybody's family members back and forth. Matter of fact, your daddy, te- like, I always look forward to this every year. But on my birthday, he always texts me this sweet message to tell me happy birthday. And he loves me and stuff. And I tell him I love him. Happy birthday, too. Like, I just love little yeah. pops. But we're pretty much family. But I think, again, it's different to the situation. Mm-hmm. Because it would it would be a whole different situation if this was a different boyfriend and not mm. Bernie. Okay. Because, okay. you know, that wouldn't be cool. I wouldn't do that. That wouldn't be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the dynamic between us that we were able to kind of talk to each other about it and be supportive and be friends. Those That's also a factor because you could have somebody that would be okay with it, but what if they weren't cool with like, okay, so now I'm dating him, girl, or now I'm dealing with him and his mm-hmm. crap. So, you know, um. I just think that situation is just very particular and unique in its own. Because I don't know that it's good he's to... a man hoe. I mean, ain't most niggas man hoes? <laughs> I ain't gonna do that like that, man. But <laughs> y'all be doing the most. <laughs> but I just think it's weird. So, like, let's take that situation. Like, let's say, what if that situation happened and that was someone else, another female girl in that group that dated him? Would that feel weird for you? And then, of course, you weren't as close to them either, but you were still close enough to them to feel... I'm trying to think of who do we have in that group besides me and you. I feel like we were the only girls. A friend and I were very involved with the youth at a church that we used to go to when church was still in session. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of info, her more so than me, but we got a lot of info about the youth skeletons in their closet. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of their youth group was much bigger, but they kind of like horrible. But they like switched up. There was just a lot of chaos amongst the yeah, like uh, like us. And so I'm wondering if it's just like a church youth group thing because I feel like in like regular high school or something like would that be a thing, or is it just like a little bubble in Adventist youth group? I feel like it would be because I had close friends that were at school, like, and they were all girls, but we would never, you know, I feel like there was drama in that group too somewhere, but not a lot. But I think, again, I honestly feel like it has a lot to do, these particular situations has a lot to do with our age and hormones and knowing each other. Because when you commune amongst people, you know... Whereas, like, when you're an adult, you don't necessarily all just hang out in the same circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you may have your set friends, but that's it. Right. Or, you know, within that group. So, does girl code change with age? Um, I think the only difference would be, like, if somebody got married, but that would be obviously... Like, if somebody got divorced, like, that would just be weird. Mm-hmm. But I've heard stories where people have, like, got married, got divorced, and... Ended up dating a friend of their former spouse. Now that I feel like would be girl code. Where it'd be like, nigga, I thought I got radio ass. <sighs> That's too much. <laughs> it's just too much. I have the question of like, how far would that extend? Like if you had a crush on somebody, but you wasn't together. Or if you, if you were just dating, but y'all weren't officially together. Or if you had a spell where y'all was just doing the wild thing and y'all never actually like had an emotional connection like oops does that change amongst those dynamics hmm. I, 
for well, let me say this because a lot of what I'm answering is going to be based on our experience, and I feel like our experience may not have been that common. I feel like our experience is very unique in that it is. It didn't break up a friendship, and honestly, we're all still friends with his ass. <laughs> right, right on on anybody's side. <laughs> so it didn't break up any friendships. I don't know. You think about when you broke up with him, when I broke up with him, when whatever we was doing stopped. Like it was never like a weird thing, like coming back to church that next weekend <laughs> and everybody just just hanging out like nothing happened. Like all right, so what we gonna do after church? What color we wearing? What we gonna eat? Like. <laughs> We're going to White Waters, like it's just <laughs> Oh Lord. That is hilarious. I don't know how to explain it. And like you said, I can only go on that code, but I can only say that, like you said, it's very unique because if any of my other close friends did that, or if that has happened, if that would have happened now, that would be different. Mm-hmm. Like I would never date one of your exes. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, but I feel like me and you do have similar tastes, but I feel like our our boyfriends are very different mm-hmm. looking, but we do have similar tastes. But I do have a friend that me and her, we just have completely opposite tastes. Like she'll be like, "Oh, girl, he is so fine." I'm like, uh, you know, he does, he doesn't twinkle my toes, but you know, if he does, oh, go ahead, girl. Like, <laughs> if she be trying to convince me that they fine, I'm like, no, they, no. Even with the hat on, no, nope. I wanted to ask you about the Omarion, April, and Fizz situation. (laughs) Okay, so I know, like, the very edges of the situation. So you're going to have to educate me on what the details were. So what I know is April was dating Omarion. Of course, that's his baby mama. Something, Mm -hmm. something, something. She ended up with (laughs) Fizz. So pretty much the entire story. (laughs) Why did you even say I only know the edges? I don't know anything. <laughs> the, edges of, the edges of Fizz and Omarion was in a group together. And she dated them both. Oh, my oh gosh. Okay. So Omarion and April, they were a couple for a while. They had this very, um, like they were on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Like everybody really liked, liked their relationship because they were very cute and loving and honest mm-hmm. and mature than most everybody else on Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. They had their babies on there. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Did they have both of their kids? It don't matter. But they had one of them babies on there. I know the mm-hmm. first one was born on there. Um, and then, of course, we know that Omarion and Fizz was in a group back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't um, hey, girl, I used to bump it. <laughs> I remember one time I was walking to the school bus, girl, with my CD player and dropped it. I was so hurt. Because it wasn't like I could go download. It wasn't like I can go stream. But I had to go and go to the store and get that CD again. Anyway, so they were in a group together. And fast forward, I think they... So Marion broke up with April or whatever. They had some type of drama between them where it didn't work out, obviously. You know, throughout all this time, they had been talking about B2K coming back together and doing a reunion and yada, yada, yada. But then... All of a sudden, like she's hanging out with Fizz and doing Instagram posts with him, or not Instagram, but having him in her like story and stuff like that. And at first, like she kept denying it and being like, oh, you know, we're not together. Like we're just friends. Like he's been there for me and 
basically saying like you don't know what has happened to her as far as like what has transpired with her and Amari and how things have been since then. And then next thing you know, they was together. And next thing you know, they wasn't. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and it was like all this flack as far as like them being together. And then they were also on tour at the time that oh. all this stuff was unfolding and stuff. So of course that probably created tensions and stuff like that. But um, eventually they didn't end up working out or whatever. But like everybody was giving him all this flack. Like Omarion was like pretty much chill, didn't have no reaction, mm-hmm. didn't have anything bad to say. And so it was like a big thing as far as them feeling like she's a hoe, feeling like he, that, that Fizz ain't loyal and stuff like that. As far as their dynamic, like from what I gather from the show, like they cool, but I don't know if they were as close as they were before. You talking about Fizz and Omarion? Right, like in their grown-up, since post uh, their group breakup. So like when they did appear together before all that beef and stuff happened, because eventually Omarion and April left the show when they broke up, but Fizz was still on that show with his own drama with people. For the time that they were on it together, they, you know, they seemed cool. Like they, you know, dapped you up. They had conversations and stuff like that. But I don't know if they were like how close. I don't think they were that, that close, like where you and I are close. Ooh. Hmm. That's a lot. I think, you know, I'm wondering if there is ever any, I'm wondering if there's ever any blame placed on, I should say this, who should most of the blame be placed on? I am thinking Fizz. Oh, you mean as far as like the ex and the yes. the friend? Yes. Mm. So did Fizz break girl quote, quote unquote? I don't know. I think that was a little deeper than, well, I don't know. There's so (laughs) many like different layers, layers, because if they aren't really friends, right, they was only really, I should say toward the end, they were only really uh, connected because of B2K. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I don't know. That's just real messy. But I can understand why it was messy. I just don't know. Why? Know how to unpeel why? Yes, yes. Because I just feel like it's it's professionally messy. It's friendship messy. It's mm, okay. it's just messy. Mm-hmm. Even if we're not even talking about them being in a group back in the two thousands, they were talking about working on a project mm-hmm. like currently, and mm-hmm. you still, you know, that's weird. Like, and I feel like they were close back then at some point like when they were coming up to be celebrities and stuff like that but again how close could they been if they broke up so (laughs) see there and that I think you have to take I'm always talking about context this season but I think that when you put it in the context of it was professionally messy then put on top of that their history and their relationship like and they got kids together Yes, that's a whole nother level. So I think that is where my concern would come in because if I have kids with somebody, not just one, like it wasn't just an accident. Like, so there was some kind of, there was a certain level of intimacy there. So I don't know. I just want to say it's messy. It's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. It's messy. I think more so on Fizz's part because once she is, once she is, disconnected from him she really doesn't have any she doesn't have to answer to him right like you're no longer my man so whatever I can do whatever I want with whoever I want 
Now, at that point, I feel like it's Fizz or the friend's responsibility to be like, no, I don't think that's cool. We need to, like, set that boundary. Right. Because I have a professional relationship. I have a friendship as far as our, yeah, personal relationship. Like, that's something that I don't want to jeopardize. And we celebrities, so. Everybody gonna know. But maybe they wanted that storyline. But I think that. um, Oh, yeah, with Love and Hip Hop, of course. I think that it's still. I was gonna say. I think that it's. I think that she still has some responsibility. Just mm-hmm. in the sense. I mean, of course, no loyalty necessarily because she's a single woman. But still, as a woman, as a grown woman, like you, I would think that somebody would have the wherewithal to know that mm-hmm. this would probably be pooping where I eat, especially since we have kids, and so this is a lifelong connection. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be messy. Like this mm-hmm. ain't just like one of his friends that you know whatever or we don't have kids but mm-hmm. um, it just create a whole different set of issues and yeah I, and you know what i don't necessarily feel anybody's wrong i just feel like it was not a very smart decision right because everybody was single everybody's grown but at the same time look at the chaos that it caused <laughs> <laughs> like was it really worth it i mean yeah was it worth it but like also too and I'm going to say this before we get out of here, that um, one of the things that she was talking about as far as Fizz and like stuff that happened after was that like there was time that she was like depressed and she couldn't take care of her kids. And like he was like stepping in and watching the kids or being there yeah. for her, giving her a place to stay and stuff like that. So it wasn't just like a from what it, from what it sounded like, it didn't sound like it was just a, oh, you know, you're cute. Um, you want to hang out like it was, you know, him kind of being there for her that kind of being there for her in a very vulnerable state Mm -hmm. which as adults we have to make sure that we pay attention to when you're in a vulnerable state a lot of bs Mm -hmm. can happen that's true you're very can you say it friend susceptible (laughs) that word (laughs) to a lot of things that you wouldn't do in your right mind or when you're not as fragile girl Mm. That's our take on Girl Code. I don't even know if we really landed on anything one way or another other than... Honestly, I think it exists. And I think Girl Code really depends on the context of the relationship that is... Is in question. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. And then for me, just personally, I just feel like I'm not going to date. If I am close to you, I'm not going to date anybody that you have been involved with in any type of way. Ditto. So that's been another episode of Sip Sessions. Please stick with us because we'll be back next week. Um, Do you want to plug your self-care kits again? Yes, yes. Please follow me on Words of Love Counseling or you can go to my website, wordsoflovecounseling.com where you can get your self-care kits or if you don't want the whole kit, you can get custom mugs, hand-poured candles, or affirmation cards. Um, yeah let's do the damn thing do that and then let us know what you think about girl code do you guys follow girl code do you think that it's real have you ever had somebody break girl code and if so what did you do and you know where you can tell us the answers to those questions on instagram (laughs) (laughs) yes at sip underscore sessions underscore podcast you can also follow us on twitter but don't necessarily expect a response back so fast (laughs) but it's podcast sip you guys have a wonderful weekend Bye. bye